This is Retirement Keys with Anthony Kinjemi from Crescent City Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Anthony provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Keys with your host, Anthony Kinjemi. Well, hello, and thanks again for joining us. My name's Anthony Kinjemi with Retirement Keys, our radio show that we uh, uh, put on uh, through Crescent City Retirement Group, our retirement planning firm. We thank you so much for joining us each week uh, on our show. I have our fabulous co-host with us that's uh, here today, that's with us every week, Tony Shore. And we're really looking forward to a great show today on Social Security. But before we get started, I'd like to just uh, introduce you again to our great uh, co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, great to be here. And I'm excited about this one. And yes, Anthony, I am excited about a financial radio show. People might laugh, but uh, it is fun. We have a lot of fun and you always bring great information uh, to the show. And I can't wait to talk about the topic you have for us today. I know you have a lot of uh, educational information for us. Uh, It's going to be good. But first, I have to ask you about the Super Bowl. I think um, it, it was it was quite it was quite a game. I really enjoyed it, although the outcome, you know, kind of rooting for the underdog, the Bengals, right? Yes, we were. You know, Tony, as we were talking about before the show, uh, you know, my, you know, the Bengals. I feel as an underdog. I mean, I, you know, and I'm not a historian by any means, uh, as it relates to football, but I know that it's been, I believe over 30 years, uh, yep. according to my 15 year old who really is, uh, <laughs> he's into it, quite the historian, uh, said that they haven't even played in a, uh, a playoff game. So, so the fact that they got into the playoffs and then they got all the way to the super bowl, you know, we were certainly excited about the Bengals being in there. Of course, the Rams have, have, uh, you know, have been in multiple playoff games and Super Bowls. And uh, so we were really excited about the underdogs. Then, of course, Burroughs and and uh, he was at LSU, uh, I think it was three years back. So we had this LSU quarterback and uh, that was playing the game. So and then they showed up him and his wide receiver. And 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 I think another fella, too, I think there was three of them from that LSU team that played on the, ba- the play on the Bengals. And, um, they really, you know, I mean, what, a, what an amazing run they had. Uh, and then, as I mentioned before, you know, we're still, uh, a little sore about that, uh, call that wasn't called about three years ago when we were playing for, uh, playing, uh, the saints were playing the Rams. And you may recall that pass interference that didn't get called. And, uh, that would have put us in the super bowl that year. And so, you know, we, you know, New Orleans, I mean, you know, we try to forget, uh, but it was a terrible, uh, call that wasn't called that was yeah. missed. Yep. So I'm not a big fan of the Rams anyway, but yes, we wanted to see the Bengals win. Then they, sure. then they, they were winning through the whole, looked like the whole game. And then they fumbled up, didn't, didn't pick up that one yard at the end. 
but so it's kind of a letdown at the end there, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that was tough. Uh, that was a tough one. Uh, but fun, fun to watch the game and uh, get together with family. And I know you always enjoy that. So that's good. And yes. now, now today we're talking about social security and there's a lot of myths versus reality out there regarding social security. And a lot of things our listeners need to be aware of and how to maximize it. So I thought we'd talk about this a little bit today. Um, and I think, uh, some of these uh, refuse to die. A lot of people say, well, I can't count on social security isn't even going to be there by the time I retire. And that's, I think that's a myth, right? Yeah, that is a myth, Tony. And, uh, there are, um, you know, the social security right now, up until I believe 2035, they show even as a surplus every year that's going into the trust uh, fund that funds social security. And then around 2035, it starts, uh, uh, you know, they, they have to do something to start adjusting the numbers and working on that, uh, at that point. But for people that are, you know, next, you know, 20 years of retirement, I think that, you know, it's, it's pretty actuarially sound up until about 2035. So I would say that's a myth. So people that are, you know, Oh, I need to hurry up and start collecting my social security because it won't be here in five years. I think that's, you know, obviously that's a total myth. And, uh, and I think it should be good news for a lot of people that are pre-retirees, you know, I mean, social security is certainly going to be a big part of your, of your retirement. And, you know, Tony, as you know, when we talk about the keys to a stress-free retirement, we talk about the five aspects of retirement planning, estate and legacy planning, health care, investments, income, and taxes. But out of those five points, income planning is certainly certainly a foundational piece to retirement planning because it's your income, right? It's, right. it's foundational. And I would say, drilling down from that point, your Social Security strategy is certainly a foundational piece to your income plan. So if income planning is a foundational piece to a retirement plan, and then social security is a foundational piece to your income plan, right? Then social security's strategy is pretty important. Yeah. Well, it is important to have a strategy and you can maximize your people don't realize oh, I'm going to get what I'm going to get. Well, no, depending on the filing strategies you utilize, your check could be for more. So I think that's really important, Anthony. And, you know, one thing that I think uh, people don't understand is the full retirement age. They think, well, uh, Social Security, I file the when you should file is 62 or other people say it's 65 or I've heard 66 and 70. Well, uh, it's there's a lot of different times you can file starting at 62, going all the way up to 70. It could be 63 in four months or 66 and seven months or 67. So, uh, but when the best time for you personally is everybody's situation is different, right? Well, absolutely, Tony. So for starters, as you mentioned, full retirement age, I mean, that's going to depend on when you were born, yep. right? So for instance, uh, I'm 54. I was born in 1967. And so my full retirement age is 67. But, uh, you know, if you were born, you know, depending on when you were born, it could be your full retirement age as, as far as Social Security is concerned could be 66. It could be 66 in four months. It could be 67, uh, 66 and a half. 
So, you know, your full retirement age is going to land somewhere in there. Now, that's important because that just simply means that if you wait to full retirement age, FRA or full retirement age, that you would get your full benefit, right? There would not be any reduction in your benefit. But if you started earlier than your full retirement age, then, of course, there's going to be some reduction uh, in those benefits. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you take it early, like at 62, you're going to get greatly reduced benefits. And once you file, those are locked in. So you got to be careful. You got to be careful. And, you know, the full retirement age has gone up over the years uh, for a lot of folks. I know mine, full retirement age is 67, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's the best time for me to file either, does it? No, it really doesn't, Tony, because when when we look at our Social Security strategy, we're not just thinking about your full retirement age and what your benefits are, especially for married couples. We have to think about the filing strategies and the different strategies for a uh, for a married couple. And that's going to depend on how much you put in and what your uh you know, primary insurance amount or your full retirement age and what your payments are going to be, but then what your spouse put in and what her uh, full retirement age is and what her primary insurance amount or payments are going to be. And then the age difference between the two of you too, Tony, because there's survivor benefits and then a spouse may be able to collect off another spouse and let theirs continue to roll up and then switch over to their record later. So it's not just, you know, when you think about, you know, I know back and in even myself, you know, 10 years ago or maybe a little longer, you know, we would take a legal pad and, and a calculator and say, okay, what's the best time to start file, you know, drawing. But really, Tony, it's a little more involved than that, as you know. And so this social security maximization report really looks at, you know, life expectancy. It looks at, you know, how long, you know, what your the average life expectancy is for a male and a female. And then it looks at your records, Tony, and it looks at your wife's records and then the difference in age. And it looks at all of the, the different filing strategies and survivor benefit strategies and really kind of pulls it all together, all that data together, Tony, to really come up with a social security strategy to really maximize uh, what it is that you ultimately draw out. And as I mentioned, being that it's a foundational piece to an income plan, if you do a really good job on the maximization aspect of Social Security, then you can build your income plan with your investments around that maximization strategy to really over, you know, overall enhance your retirement income. Sure. And that's, that's the key right there. And I know you have that maximization report uh, that you can run for people. So let's talk about that a minute before we go to break. Uh, how can our listeners get a hold of that Social Security Maximization Report? I know you'll run it for them at no cost if they call and set up a, a, an appointment, a no cost, no obligation consultation with your office. Yeah, Tony. And, you know, I'll even go one step further because we think it's such a pivotal and financial report that everyone should have. They could just call in or request it online at CrescentCityRetirement.com or just simply call in and we're happy to get that report run. And, you know, you know, and we can review the report, uh, with whether come into the office, which of course we, we appreciate and enjoy, but we can also review it online, uh, through zoom, 
Uh, we can review it by phone. So, you know, there's multiple ways we, we can absolutely get you the report and uh, we can review it however you would like. I mean, we can do it by phone, uh, on the computer, through Zoom or sure. in the office. The other thing is, um, uh, you know, with the report, Tony, as you know, and I know we have to go to break, but you'll be shocked. I mean, looking at some sometimes looking from the, at the worst strategy to the best strategy. I mean, you can talk, you know, you could be looking at 150 to $200,000 of additional benefits that could have been collected, uh, you know, provided everybody just lives to life expectancy. Right. So, um, it, it can be really, uh, significant. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it would be huge. And I think that's really uh, important to note. but let's take a quick break here and then we'll come back and continue this discussion. Listeners, you are listening to the Retirement Keys. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, Anthony Congemi. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. You've been listening to our shows and advice on getting your finances in order and creating a retirement income plan that will last. Now is the time to take advantage of our special offer. This is Anthony Congemi of Crescent City Retirement Group, and we're now offering a complimentary gourmet dinner and retirement planning workshop the five keys to a stress-free retirement. This is one workshop you won't want to miss. Call in the next 20 minutes for this no-cost offer. Seating is limited. Call Crescent City Retirement Group within the next 20 minutes at 504-828-2171. That number again is 504-828-2171. And welcome back to Retirement Keys. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with the man with the plan, Anthony Congemi. And from Crescent City Retirement Group and Anthony, great show so far. We're talking about Social Security and how it really is the foundation of so many uh, retirement income plans. Uh, but one misconception out there is that uh, it can be your retirement plan. Uh, but Social Security is not going to be enough, is it? Well, I guess it depends, uh, you know, on the income need in retirement. But typically, no. Uh, there's some, you know, reports that show that, uh, social security, uh, accounts for roughly on average, roughly 40% of our, uh, overall retirement income plan. So, uh, typically it's not going to be, uh, enough to really enjoy your retirement so that, but we do want to, but it's a, but it's an integral piece of a retirement income plan. So we want to go into it with our eyes open. We want to make sure that we put a, a, a good strategy together. So we need, we really rely heavily on that social security maximization report, because frankly, Tony, it's just an actuarial number crunching report that looks at all of the different filing strategies. And it looks at all of your benefits and your age and your full retirement age and what you put in. And it looks at your spouses and then it really just blends the two together. So we can really come up with a maximization strategy uh, on social security benefits. And then you're right. It does help us build an overall retirement income plan around that social security strategy. So it is a foundational piece uh, to any retirement income plan, which is so key. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, Tony, when you think about retirement income planning and you've maximized social security and you've really positioned your assets well for distribution for those retirement, uh, for the retirement income piece of your plan, and you've shored all that up and 
and you've, uh, you know, eliminated any unnecessary fees and you've really built a lean, uh, transparent retirement income plan, you know, and then, and then the tax efficiency of all of that, the distribution strategy and how assets are taxed differently, of course, you know, all of a sudden you can be looking at a retirement income plan that looks a lot better in terms of a net income to you, uh, than you were expecting just by kind of, you know, sealing up the leaks, you know, Tony, and making sure that things are, are put together in the most efficient way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's huge, uh, obviously. So, uh, you know, you need to be aware of these things. And I think a lot of people have a misconception. I think for most people, uh, I've read that uh, Social Security is only going to cover 30 to 40 percent of their retirement income. You don't want to take a pay cut in retirement. So that's why you need a retirement income plan in place. And Anthony, I know that's the main thing you help your clients accomplish. That's why you have to work with a financial services professional uh, such as yourself. And, and I think that's just so critical. So um, another thing I've heard, a myth that I used to believe this about Social Security, and I don't think it's true, and that's a, a lot of people think Social Security can't be taxed or won't be taxed. Yeah, Tony, so that, that's a myth. Um, you, now, it, it is true that you put in to your Social Security with after-tax dollars. So in that regard, you might think, and that's why I think the myth is you know, is out there is because people figure, well, hey, I didn't, uh, you know, I put into my social security with after tax money. So I've already paid taxes on that money. Right. So why should it be taxed? Plus it's but, a tax itself. They take it out of my paycheck as a tax. So as a tax. you're right. paying tax on a tax at that point when they pay you back. Well, that's, that's it, Tony. And so again, back to structure and income, you know, your social security could be taxed, uh, you know, 50% of your benefit could be taxed up to, uh, up to 85% of the benefit can be taxed. So in other words, Tony, uh, let's say, you know, you were getting $2,000 a month, social security, uh, and, um, and you were at, uh, you know, 85% of that was being taxed. Well, somewhere in the neighborhood of 1750 of the 2000 a month would be considered taxable income. Right. So, um, so the, uh, so the question is, you know, when we're building a retirement income plan, we have to think about how assets are taxed. We have to think about how social security is being taxed. Do we have any uh, after-tax or pre-tax dollars? What about our Roth IRA, which is all tax-free? Uh, again, our after-tax dollars, which are taxed, uh, you know, based on capital gains and and uh, ordinary dividends. So all of these uh, income sources, if you will, Tony, are taxed differently. Yeah. And so when you're building a tax-efficient retirement distribution plan, you're factoring all that in. And uh, to really, you know, bleed the income in, if you will, from the appropriate account so we can maintain uh, the most efficient tax distribution strategy that we can. You know, and the other thing, too, Tony, is those required minimum distributions. So we know that, you know, in your IRAs and in your pre-tax dollars, 401ks, all these pre-tax dollars are all taxed as ordinary income. And so, and we also know that at age 72, it's going to be mandatory that you take what's called required 
minimum distributions or RMDs. So in our distribution strategy, Tony, you know, because one of the, I would say another common uh, misconception is, hey, I'll just defer all of my pre-tax dollars. I don't want to pay taxes on the money, so I'll just keep deferring, deferring, deferring. But then all of a sudden, you're forced to take money out, and we don't know what the tax brackets are going to be at that time. So now we thought we were being tax efficient by just deferring pre-tax dollars all those years, and all of a sudden it blows up on us when we have to take out these mandatory distributions. So, you know, at the end of it, Tony, and I know we're saying a lot here, but I, you know, our listeners are, you know, you know, uh, been, you know, they're tuning in and they're well-educated and they keep up with their, you know, they keep up with information as it relates to retirement planning. So, you know, I, I just want to say that your distribution strategy and how things are uh, put together m mean a lot as it relates to maximizing social security and as it relates to being tax efficient. Sure. Well, and that's huge. And when you talk about taxes, it's interesting. And back to Social Security, there are actually states that can also, on a state level, tax your Social Security income. Um, and I have that list right here. It's Colorado, Connecticut, Kansas, Minnesota, my home state of Minnesota, taxes Social Security benefits, uh, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, New Mexico, Rhode Island, Vermont, Utah, or West Virginia. Fortunately, uh, Louisiana is not one of them, uh, and that's a good thing. They don't tax Social Security on a state level, at least. Uh, right. So that's good, um, and I think that's interesting. Now, another uh, a misconception about Social Security is the COLA, uh, and I'm not talking about Coke or Pepsi or RC. I'm talking <laughs> about the COLA, the cost of living adjustment. Uh, that a lot of people uh, say, you know, that's a given and they're going to get that every year, but that's not true. Is it? No, not necessarily, Tony. It is definitely not true. Uh, now the, uh, cost of living adjustment that people saw just this past year, it was pretty sizable. It was a good one. In fact, yeah. it's the biggest one since the eighties. What was it? 5.9? 5. 5, yeah. 5.9. And yeah, you're right. It goes way back from when we've seen anything like that. Uh, and I mean, rightfully so, Tony, because, you know, you don't have to go far to see that, you know, at the gas pumps and at the grocery store and everywhere in between, you know, the cost of living certainly is on the rise. So we know inflation is here and, uh, you know, we're not sure, you know, how long this is going to last or how high it's going to go. But definitely things are, you know, uh, consumer goods and the like are costing more. And so having that uh, inflation increase of that COLA, uh, the cost of living adjustment, uh, it was certainly warranted. But you're right. It was one of the largest in uh, many, many years uh, at yeah. 5.9. But then there's been years, uh, Tony, where there have been no increase at all. Uh, let's talk before we end the show about that Social Security maximization report. Uh, this thing is huge because everybody's situation is different. Uh, and so you input a little bit of uh, personal information, your age, your full retirement age, things like that. And then uh, it runs a report, does like 20,000 calculations, uh, and it tells you what the sweet spot is for you, the best time, optimum time to file, and your spouse as well, the spousal uh, benefits and strategies to really maximize those benefits, right? It, it is, Tony. And, and as you mentioned, 20,000 calculations. I mean, 
look again, I mean, I, you know, we, we used to sit around with 10, 12 years ago with retirement planning and with a legal pad and a calculator, but let's face it. I mean, you know, technology is such today. And then, and then the complexity of the different filing strategies. And, and then of course, social security, you know, just your full retirement age and your PIA, your primary insurance amount is, a you know, an aggregation of the top 35 years of your working years. And then some people have pensions, uh, Tony, and if they have a, a state pension, you know, there may be a government pension offset or what they call a windfall provision. And so all of that, and then the different ages of the spouse, and then what's the spouse going to receive uh, for a survivor benefit and how all of that is built in, Tony, to an overall, you know, retirement income plan. It's, it's, uh, it could be uh, very, you know, uh, uh, critical to to have the, all those pieces in harmony, if you will, and working together. And so, yes, the foundation of a retirement plan is income planning, and the foundation of your income plan is to mac maximize your Social Security strategy. And that report, Tony, that Social Security maximization report that you're that we're talking about is free of charge. And we want to provide it to all of our listeners. So all you have to do is go online to crescentcityretirementgroup.com and say, hey, I want a Social Security maximization report or call our office at 504-828-2171 and just say, you know, I, I was listening to Anthony and Tony on the uh, radio, and I want to get one of those Social Security maximization reports. That report is something that will absolutely be helpful for you uh, as it relates to uh, filing for your Social Security to make sure that you understand all of the different options available. Exactly, Anthony, and that is so critical. Well, we're out of time for today's show. So listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Keys with our host, Anthony Kinjemi. Thank you for listening to Retirement Keys. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Anthony Kinjemi at Crescent City Retirement Group call 504-828-2171 or visit the website at crescentcityretirement.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Anthony Kinjemi and Crescent City Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.